To the Mary Mac Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope this day finds you well. Today I'd like to speak about how silence can be deafening. Many people I've helped over the years have told me that after a loved one's death, and everyone has basically gone away, The house is quiet and the silence is deafening. It is unfortunately something many of us go through, especially if we've lost a spouse, an only child, a fiancé, a partner, a sibling that lived with us, and now your home has no one in it but you. That wasn't supposed to happen. You never pictured yourself alone. And in this episode, I like to give you ways to cope when you find yourself in the situation. So here are some things to ponder. I'd like you to attend a support group, either in person or online. This will help you make a new friend or a few friends whom you can check in with each day so you do not feel so alone. You can write to each other or speak with them and share your day, your trials, your challenges, but also your successes. Keep the TV, radio, or music going to fill your home with life. If your home is completely still, you will feel sad and it can lead to depression since you have too much time to think about your loss and your pain. Leave the TV or radio on as you go about your tasks at home. And just like I encourage you to dance after our episodes, you can also put on your favorite tunes to bring you joy and move your body. We want to do everything we can to not go down that rabbit hole, a place that is very hard to climb out of. Do whatever you can to elevate your mood from opening up the blinds or curtains so it brings in light 
to doing some sort of exercise you will enjoy, even if it's just a committed effort to take a 30-minute walk around your neighborhood once a day to take in the sun, which is so important, getting yourself moving and strengthening your muscles and body. If you have made a new friend, ask them if they'd like to be your walking buddy. You can decide not to talk along the walk, but just the company will uplift you. If possible, get a pet of some kind, even just a parakeet, so when you come home you have something alive to share yourself with. Talk to the pet, give it attention, and it will make you feel that you are not alone. Talk to the photos of your loved one who has died, which you can frame and place out in your rooms. When you walk by, say hello to them. Tell them about your day. Act like they are still here with you because they are now here in spirit. They will always be in your heart and no one can take that away from you. Sitting in silence and staring at the four walls will only allow grief to consume you, and this will not serve you, nor would your loved one want that for you. Many people cry and talk to their loved one in the car, shower, in a pillow, or a towel, and these are good cathartic ways to help yourself. It is important to stay active. Perhaps get a job that you would enjoy if you don't already have one. Ask a friend to coffee or even make a standing date each week that you can look forward to, whether that's at each other's home or out to brunch each Sunday. Whatever time and place works for you both. Maybe you have always been interested in learning a certain skill or hobby, and now would be a great time to take that class. It would teach you something new, maybe learning to bake wedding cakes that could lead to a new job. Plus, that would put you in an industry that is happier, and it might help you meet others where you can make new friends too. All of this is to squash the loneliness and isolation because if we don't make a concerted effort to fight the void, we may fall into despair. Try to find the activities that will help you fill that void and keep yourself busy. Some days will, of course, be easier than others. Remember to keep your gratitude journal going writing five things each night that you are grateful for. This is very helpful and important so you see the good things in life that you are experiencing in the present. Unfortunately, when we grieve, we concentrate too much on the past. Also, watching funny movies and shows is a great way to help you build your mood. You might get a bit emotional when you watch those movies and shows that you used to watch with your loved one, but over time, they will begin to comfort you in a strange way. In the beginning, we are completely consumed with our grief, and over time, sometimes much time, 
we will actually get satisfaction over how far we have come and remember how we enjoyed those shows together with them. You'll go to their photo and say, Jim, remember when we saw that movie in the theater? It's still as funny now as it was when we first saw it. If you believe in the power of prayer, get together with a prayer group at your church or a new church in your area and find others who may also be bereaved. You will encourage and pray together, which can provide the peace that passes all understanding. But if you're struggling with your faith because of how they died, or that they were so sick for so long and that they died now, or that they even died in the first place, please know you are not alone. Many of us have those thoughts, and you are perfectly entitled to yours as well. Another wonderful tool to use is a white noise machine or simply a feature on your cell phone or an app which provides the sounds of the ocean waves to put you to sleep. When we lay our head down for the night, we tend to relive all the worst parts of their death or the way in which we learned of their death or the fact that we couldn't get to say goodbye. The sounds will soothe you and calm you and help you to rest. So try it out. Also, when you feel like you are reliving too much of the sadness associated with their death, take out your journal and write it out all in detail. Better to be on paper than playing that broken record in your head all night long. Now let's look at a few things we don't want. Don't allow toxic relationships into your life. And if you have any already, get rid of them. Many of these individuals want to control you in some fashion. And now that you've experienced your loved one's death, they'll be waiting for you to be over this by now or to act like all is okay again and you are back to your original self. Well, truth is, you will never be the self you were before. You are a changed person now, and although that can be difficult to bear, it's the way it is, and there is no apologizing for it. Find friends who understand you better and are compassionate and empathetic. You can't wait for your life to go back the way it was before, because it won't. And I know you wish it could, but sorry, that's not going to happen. You have encountered a new phase of your life, and you need to fill it with good, kind, loving people who will now be part of that life for this new season you are living in. All people in our life are part of our life for a specific season. That's why we aren't as close to our high school friends as we were when we were 14 to 18. Life moves on, and with it, new people enter our lives for a season through good and bad times. Also, when we have a tragedy that touches our lives, we really find out who our true friends are 
and who our fair weather friends are. After a few months, those who truly love us will still be around to help us, visit us, write us, and simply stay a part of our lives. Remember not to push them away because you need them. After a loved one's death and all your friends have gone back to their lives, it can be one of the loneliest times as you make a new life for yourself. And I know you feel how unfair this is, especially when some of them may still have their husbands, parents, siblings, and children, and you do not. Your life is now different. And slowly, you will decide what would work best for you as you heal. And while you might say to me, Mary, I will never heal from this loss, I would say to you that you are partially right. No one will ever take their place. But little by little, you will learn how to live a new life without them. It can be painful, but it is possible. And quite frankly, you don't have a choice. I know that sounds cruel, but I want you to know reality can sometimes be cruel. As you move forward through the silence, you will usher in something new. Something that will work for you. And you won't get permission from anyone as you make this new life. It will be yours, no one else's. And you're going to carve it out piece by piece to embrace a new chapter for yourself. Move forward and be kind to yourself. Much love, my warrior. So now it's time to get up and dance, dance, dance. Wiggle and move your body even if it is in a sitting position. And I know you still think this is crazy, But please just do it for me anyway, okay? listening in today. Remember to write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Please subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to me and share with those who may benefit from it. And if you would kindly support my podcast, you'll find info on my site, marymac.info, to do just that. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.